This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, everybody, welcome to the latest edition of The Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. Coming up today, We got a lot to talk about. Another week, another set of injuries for the Cleveland Browns. Yes, it never stops, but neither does their will to win. Also, the controversy. Ooh, Joe Flacco reverting back to the practice squad. I'm going to tell you why the national media, and I'm not usually a national media sucks guy, but a number of members of the national media are embarrassing themselves with this story. Also, a major choke job by the Dolphins on Monday Night Football. Why are they showing two games at the same time on Monday Night Football? Plus, I haven't yet reacted to the massive Shohei Otani contract. We just got the details of it yesterday. Wow, it's all uh, crazy. But uh, I don't know why people are getting worked up about it. We'll talk to about all of that and more on this edition of the Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by... Bet Rivers. You're in the bullpen with Adam the Bull. All right, folks, let's jump right into it. So it seems like every week the Browns are dealing with injuries. This has been a constant problem. It seems like every week they've lost a key player. They'll get somebody back and another guy goes out. Uh, we all know the laundry list of injuries they've been dealing with. And now they've been dealt another blow. Dewan Jones, who did not play this past week. Uh, apparently tore his MCL in practice last week. And so now he is done for the year. Kevin Stefanski uh, mentioned that yesterday in the press conference that he was done for the season. Don't think he said the torn MCL in the press conference, but that has since come out uh, that he did tore the, tear the MCL. And so the Browns' uh, best tackle this year, uh, without a doubt, DeWan Jones has been their best tackle, is now out for the season. So. We go to the offensive line. You had to start the season. The the guards and and tackles have mostly been intact, although Ethan Ethan Pochich is now banged up as well. We'll hope to get an update on him on Wednesday, and we'll see what his status is. But we could be looking at Nick Harris at center. At left tackle, uh, obviously you had Jed Wills. He's been hurt for a while. I believe he's eligible to come back off IR potentially this week. And so we'll see if there's any update on him. Now, at this point, you know, I, you know, I'm not a big Jed Wills guy. I don't think he's very good, but he's better than the other options they have. That's the sad situation here. But Jed has been out. Garen Christian's been playing left tackle. The veteran's done. Uh, he's been up and down, but he's he, he's he's been serviceable. All right, Betonio and Teller have been. Betonio got off to a little bit of a slow start this season. But now he's back up to his normal standard of play. Wyatt Teller has been really good this year. Ethan Pochich who was a steal last year, a find. Uh, And he's been really good at center. And at right tackle, obviously Jack Conklin started the season, got hurt, and uh, wiped out for the year. In the opener, DeWan Jones, the rookie, 
fifth round pick out of out of Ohio State. He's played just fantastic football at right tackle. The last few weeks, he's been in and out of the lineup with injury. James Hudson is filled in. James Hudson has not been very good. And now they have an issue because now Dewan Jones is done for the year. So what will they do? Now, I would think that when Jed Wills can come back, and we don't know. I mean, just because he's eligible to come back doesn't mean he will. I, we, we haven't heard an update on Jed Wills in a while. I think we'll probably get one this week. But uh, if if and when Jed Wills would co- uh, comes back this season, I would think you'd put him back. Uh, I mean, you'd definitely put him back at left tackle. And I would think that Christian would go and play right tackle. Because James Hudson's just ba- bad. I mean, he's he's really bad. Guy plays hard, but he's just not a very talented player. It's just, it's just that simple. He's not good. Uh, the Browns have had a guy named Alex Leatherwood on their practice squad the whole season. This guy was at one point a first-round draft pick by the San Francisco 49ers. The Browns picked him up uh, right at the end of training camp, at the end of the preseason, put him on the practice squad. How bad is this? This guy was a first-round pick. How bad is he that he can't even get on the roster? He can't start when, when it's been uh, rotating tackles. But here's the thing. At this point, I believe the Browns, I don't, I mean, it, it almost doesn't matter who gets hurt. Best quarterback out, no problem. Best running back out, no problem. Best left tackle out, no problem. Best right tackle out, no problem. Second best right tackle out, no problem. Best corner out. It was a problem for a couple of weeks, but they won this week without Denzel Ward. You, you, without your two safeties. Juan Thornhill missed the game, was a late scratch. We don't know his status right now with the calf injury. And, and, and yet, you, you keep going. Grant Delpit in the game gets hurt, hurts his groin. He's, he may have to go on IR, miss the rest of the regular season. Nothing stops this team right now. Their third safety out for the year. I mean, we could be looking this week at your fourth and fifth tackle starting, which is what happened last week on offense. You could be, uh, I don't know if Denzel Ward's going to be back. We thought he he was trending towards coming back last week. So I'm hopeful he can come back this week, but we don't know. So you could be looking at your second and third and fourth corners starting. I mean, obviously two of those guys would start anyway. It's possible you're going to have your fourth and fifth safeties as your starters, including Ronnie Hickman, another rookie from Ohio State. And yet it does not phase the Browns. Oh, and by the way, your number two back to start the season, who's been your number one back for much of the season, Jerome Ford, he might have a club on his hand. I don't know if he's going to be able to play. And yet none of these injuries seem to be able to stop the Browns. It is beyond remarkable. Why is that? And what's going on with Joe Flacco? That in a moment. First, extra get extra value this football season with Bet River Squares. Win up to $10,000 in bonus money. 10,000 bucks. We could all use that. I am ineligible though. I would like to win 10,000 bucks, but I can't. You can. Bet $10 in same game parlays on any game with the Squares icon to earn a square. The reason the Browns continue to, first of all, it's been just a weird season in the NFL. The Browns are not the only team that has overcome injuries to play pretty good football. 
but they've had more than anybody else. They've had a lot of teams have lost their quarterback, which is the most important, uh, and are still playing good football. But nobody's lost their quarterback and has as many wins as the Browns. Nobody has lost the amount of key players and has as many wins as the Browns. And it all goes back to, to one man. One. There you go. Got to get that on camera. One. Oh, I think I would know which way to go this many months into been almost been doing this podcast for a year at this point. Uh, and that's Kevin Stefanski. Kevin Stefanski has done an amazing job leading this team. You saw multiple guys on Twitter, multiple guys at press conferences Sunday and Monday talk about his leadership, talk about how great a coach he is, including Miles Garrett, including Juan Thornhill and others. They know what I know, and they know it better than me, that Kevin Stefanski is a very good coach. And the people that want to tear him down every time the Browns lose a game are dead wrong. This guy has set a culture that this franchise hasn't had in 30 years. He has set a standard. It's taken a while. It's been through some some, uh, ups and downs. It's been a roller coaster ride. But he has set a standard that the Browns haven't had in 30 years. He maintains an even keel. There are times where I think fans get work, get angry, and media members get angry. Why is he not more emotional? Why doesn't he yell and scream on the sideline? Why doesn't he get more excited? Keeps it calm. And that's important. When things are stressful on the field, when everybody else is going nuts, if your head coach is calm and cool, it's going to help. And sometimes that's frustrating fans when things are not going well. I get it. Nobody's more emotional than I am. I yell, I scream, I go nuts. I'd probably be too worked up to be a good head coach at that level. He keeps the emotions in check. And and this team has on the field. They really have. And I think four years in, Kevin Stefanski has has molded this team in his image to some degree. They play they more and more as the time goes by, you see they play with a level of calmness, a level of chill. But they play with plenty of energy. Don't get me wrong. They play with plenty of passion and emotion. You need that. But you don't want it to cross the line or you lose your focus. And they don't do that. And I think it says a lot about him. And, you know, listen, the whole coaching staff's done a nice job. Major kudos to Jim Schwartz with what he's done on the defense. But Kevin Stefanski's the head man. He's done a tremendous job. And he is very much in line for an extension. He absolutely should get an extension this offseason, no matter what happens the rest of the way. And I'm confident the Browns will make the playoffs. But no matter what happens the rest of the way, he deserves an extension. By the way, the Browns, according to... um. I don't know what it is, FPI or whatever the hell the uh, the simulation-based system is that I got this from, have an 81% chance to make the playoffs. At the moment, they are the uh, five seed in the AFC. The season ended today with, with four weeks to go, or four games to go. Yeah, four weeks to go. 
Uh, the Browns would play the Jaguars in Jacksonville. And they just played them in Cleveland. They would play them in Jacksonville. Now we got a long way to go. Obviously, Browns could still win the division. A lot can happen. Browns could still not make the playoffs, but they're in good shape to make it. The Browns opened as a three-point favorite. And they're a three-and-a-half-point favorite at the moment. As I look at the latest Bet Rivers point spread at the Ohio Sportsbook, Browns are minus three-and-a-half. The over-under is 38 in this game. As for the other games you may care about in terms of the division and in terms of the wild card, the Bengals are a three-and-a-half-point favorite over the Vikings. That's a Saturday game. The Steelers are a two-and-a-half-point underdog to the Colts. That's a Saturday game. The Broncos are a five-point dog in Detroit Saturday night. Texans are a two-and-a-half-point dog at Tennessee Sunday afternoon. Tennessee with a great comeback win yesterday. What a choke job by the Dolphins, who have not beaten any good teams. I love Mike McDaniel, but that was a major choke job by the Dolphins in that game. Stunning. Titans, the first team in, in I, can't, I don't know if it's forever. I can't remember how long it's been to be down 14 points under three minutes to go and win it without going to overtime. It was just wild. Um, and it's, and they, they must assume Vegas, uh, us here at Bet Rivers, uh, based on the line, I'm, I'm assuming that C.J. Stroud's not going to play. Otherwise, I, even at home, I'm not sure the Titans would be favored. Chiefs at the Patriots. Obviously, the Chiefs are 10-point favorite. That's Sunday at 1 o'clock. And any other games involved? Oh, yeah, Jets at Dolphins. Dolphins favored by 8.5 Sunday at 1 o'clock. Uh, Cowboys at the Bills. Bills were a two-point favorite, 425 on Sunday. Ravens at the Jags. Ravens favored by 3.5 at Jacksonville in the Sunday night game. So a lot of games, very important, affecting the Browns. But here's the bottom line. Yes, the Browns need help if they're going to win the division. You need the Ravens to lose at least two games. But the Browns don't need any help to make the playoffs. If the Browns take care of business, they're going in. I think they'll go in if they go 2-2. Two and two. I think they're going to go 3-1 and one and finish with 11 wins. If they do that, they're 99.9% going to the playoffs. Obviously, if they win out, they're 100% going to the playoffs. But I, I think it's safe to say at 11 wins, they're going too. Even at 10, I think they'd probably 98% chance would make it. Um, there may be a lot of teams with six, seven wins, but uh, some of those teams are not very good and going in the wrong direction right now. It's a mix. It is. Uh, a couple other things I want to hit on. The Joe Flacco situation. So much has been made about him reverting to the practice squad. Folks, this is a ridiculous story that uh, got Pat McAfee, who's a great entertainer. He's funny, but he's not paying attention to things like this. He doesn't know the rules. I mean, he said the Browns have a great running game. He doesn't know what he's talking about there. Oh, all these other teams could take him. Yes, technically, Joe Flacco could sign with another team. And yes, if that happened, the Browns would deserve to be crushed. But obviously, they are zero worried about that. They have an agreement with Flacco. He's playing great. Why the hell would he leave? They're going to sign him to the to the roster. When you call up from the practice squad, you, you get... Um, you have to, you revert back on Monday. That's just the way it goes. I My guess is they'll sign him to the roster this week, especially now with the Juan Jones going on IR. They were probably waiting for a roster spot to open up. It's just technicalities. It's not a big deal. Guys like Lock and Fora uh, taking shots at the Browns. I mean, Jason, I, I, you know, listen, 
it's enough already. The Browns have given you plenty of things over the years to pick on that are legit. This is nonsense. Again, if somehow Joe Flacco goes to another team because the Browns screwed this up, kill him all you want. I'll be the first one in line. But that's not going to happen. And so it's just silly for people to make a story out of nothing at this point. It's completely ridiculous. And it makes it makes you look stupid because it looks like you're just trying to pick on the Browns. And that's dumb. Speaking of dumb, people getting fired up over the Shohei Otani contract. What did you expect? Baseball's broken. Baseball's broken because this unicorn of a player who there's no comparison. I mean, I, I saw people trying to compare him to like what football players get paid. Okay. If, if um, Patrick Mahomes was also a top 10 cornerback, then you could compare. There is no comparison to Shohei Otani in all of sports. None. He is like having two players. He is he is like having two all-stars. Now, this year, for 2024, he will only be like be having one all-star because he can't pitch. But after that, he's like having two all-star players. He doesn't just do both, he excels at both. And to compare it to anybody else is disingenuous. And to complain about the sport because of this contract is stupid. Baseball has its flaws, no doubt. The salary system stinks. And but most of that is because of the the owners that cry poor, like the freaking Dolans here in Cleveland. They should be spending more. Not we shouldn't be ripping the, the teams that spend. We should be ripping the teams that don't spend. The Guardians have plenty of money to spend. Uh it's an absolute joke that their payroll's under a hundred million. The minimum payroll should be 130 million, which is five million per player. It if you can't afford a hundred a minimum of 130 million as a payroll, get out. Sell the team. There's plenty of billionaires in this country. I'm sure they want to own a baseball team. Sell it. Sell it to David Blitzer. He's got money. He's a minority owner right now. He owns a third of the team. Let's go. The Dolans suck. They don't spend any money. It's a total joke. The Guardians have a decent roster. They have the best pitching rotation in the division. And if they had 40, 50 million to spend, this team would be really good. But they're not going to spend anything except for four freaking million on Austin Hedges to be a backup catcher. Don't be ripping Otani. The do- he and they were smart to defer the money. People are going overboard. Yes, it's seventy million per year. He's only getting paid actually two million per year for the next ten years, and then he will get sixty-eight million a year for the ten years after that. But it still counts forty-six million towards the luxury tax. Now that's not seventy, but it's not like forty-six is nothing. That's more than any other player in baseball. So it's not like they're getting away with bloody murder here. People are so worked up about stupid crap. Completely ridiculous. All right, uh, former NFL quarterback Sean Salisbury is going to join me later in the week. We'll have that on the Thursday pod. Thanks to Brian Monzo for producing. Thanks to all of you for watching. Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button, please. I'm, I'm about 105 subscribers away from 3,000. That's a big milestone. I'd like to get there before the end of the year. So help me get the final 105 subscribers uh, in the next, uh, what, three weeks until the new year. So let's go click on the subscribe button, hit the likes, and uh, you'll get all the alerts when my podcasts come out. That's it for me for now. We'll talk to you next time. Where else but right here in the bullpen with Adam the Bull. Brought to you by Bet Rivers. See everybody. Thanks for listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network.